Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and welcome to the Own Your Own Way podcast. This podcast is for creatives and adventure seekers who dare to carve their own path. If you're on a journey to live a more inspired and adventure-filled life on your own terms, this is for you. I'm a writer, yoga, and meditation teacher, and newly full-time RVer. I'll share stories of travel and connecting with nature and how living the practice of yoga can allow you to live your most empowered, aligned, and inspired life. Good morning and welcome to the Om Your Own Way podcast, episode six. This morning, I am introducing you to my good friend, Mimi Lee. She is an awesome therapeutic yoga instructor and travel lover like me. And we'll just start off by talking a little bit about how we met and became friends. And then I'll do uh, a formal introduction (laughs) to Mimi. And then we have a special announcement coming at the end with some events coming up in April that we will be leading together. All right. I guess we could just start with how how we met. So um, I'll start and you could chime in if you want. Um, Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) welcome uh Mimi is my first guest on the podcast so I'm super excited and where are you where are you joining from today so I'm in North Carolina um in Fayetteville so that's where I'm coming from down south (laughs) you know it's it's nicer weather down here so I'm happy about that (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm uh, currently recording this in Tucson. It's the second episode I've recorded from here. Um, But that's where I'm based at right now. But Mimi and I met in Fayetteville. We were both living there. I lived there for a few years. And we met through... uh, a yoga teacher training trauma informed yoga teacher training course in two years ago in I think in March. So our anniversary just passed. I know it's our, it's our anniversary. And um I know we we got a we got a little bond because I love food. <laughs> right. Yep, yep. That is like well the first thing, one of the first things that I remember is uh during the teacher training, uh, Mimi ordered some lunch and she had some chips and guac and she offered me some guac and I was so happy. So you know food is love, right? <laughs> Definitely. That was a great training, like uh, focusing on like the therapeutic aspect of yoga is like something really, really big for me and important. So yeah, I loved all those trainings that we did and like continuing to pursue that path, you know, of healing and learning how to help people heal and move through life and up blissful way (laughs) bliss I love that bliss that is like my favorite (laughs) my favorite state or my favorite word even in uh the Sanskrit word ananda it just sounds so beautiful right (laughs) yeah and then so yeah we met two years ago but then one year ago we I was planning on traveling out to Seattle to do an IRS meditation training and I think I don't know if like just in passing you heard that I was going or how it really happened. So basically 
I am a little ear hustler, right? <laughs> and I heard that Elizabeth was going to this training for iRest in Seattle. And I was looking into doing it, but I was like, man, it's expensive. And then Seattle, and then I'm going to be by myself. I don't know anybody, you know, but I wanted to do it in person and not online. And then I heard that she was doing it and I was like, okay, I'm going to get the courage up to like approach her and be like, hey, I know you don't really know me like that, but do you want to be roommates and travel buddies? Can I like hone in on your whole trip? And you were so gracious to me. You were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, look, I know that this is your trip, but like, I really want to do this training too. And you seem cool as hell. So I think we'll get along. <laughs> do you mind? Like, let's like look for Airbnb that we can split and like not be like hobos on the street with it because it was expensive. <laughs> Like when she asked me that, I was like super excited. I was like, yeah, of course. Also, I was kind of looking for any excuse to go back to Seattle as well, or just to Washington, because I had gone summer 2021. I went out and did like week long camping trip in the national parks in Washington. So Olympic National Park, Mount Rainier National Park and North Cascades National Park, which is one of the least visited national parks in the country. Just a fun fact. Uh, Let them know, girl. She is so outdoorsy and adorable. That is not my vibe. But like, if you love it, then, you know, get with nature in that way. Get with nature. I love it. Um, yeah, that was that summer. And then 2022 spring, I was like, ooh, I rest in Seattle. I think that is just like calling me back to the Pacific Northwest, especially living in you know, living in North Carolina, um, I had previously lived in San Diego. So like any excuse to get back West, I just wanted to do. And then Mimi wanted to go. And I was like, oh, that makes it even more awesome. Um, not a solo trip. And then it just turned in like to an awesome trip that especially because Gila, Mimi's yeah. best my friend. is out there. And oh my, <laughs> look, do you see my sweat? Okay. She's not in the Pacific my... Northwest right now on her I'm trip sure that we got. I love that trip. It was it was really, really life changing and like such a great time. So yeah, that was like one of the best times ever. Absolutely. And then you know, Elizabeth found out that we're we are very similar. We have like very similar life experiences and belief systems and we're also both very weird people we were like all right we're both weirdos in a good kind of way that it aligns the weirdness aligns right and right. our love of snacking which definitely um yeah. you know <laughs> we made a first impression when we went into the oh, training yeah. studio with bags of snacks. They're like grocery bags of snacks and drinks and they look at us like are y'all moving in or what's happening and like, jugs oh. of water from whole there was a whole foods or something down the like around the corner and keila like lived in the area so she drove us to do our our snack run and we just like you know we were it was like eight i think eight hour days um yeah. for the majority of that week so we were like yeah, we need to have our snacks because it's expensive <laughs> to be eating yeah. out but they looked at us like we were crazy when we rolled up in there were like six, six water bottle gallon water bottles each and they were like what the hell's happening 
We're like, we're thirsty. <laughs> they were like, are you going to leave at the end of the day or try to sleep here? <laughs> oh, we got <laughs> But it was, yes, it was a great time. It was a really, like, transformational meditation training that, like, it just, I feel like it kind of changed and, like, seeps into the way that we both teach now in a way that maybe didn't before. But so, yeah, we love iRest. We are are offering iRest soon online. So stay till the end to find out about that. But we'll go ahead and get started. And just let you get to know a little bit more about Mimi. So, yeah. (laughs) So we'll just start with, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? Really? Such a a deep question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're getting deep this morning. (laughs) We're also not morning people. So, well, it's morning for me. So for me, I feel like I'm just regular a regular ass chick. Oh my God. Can I say ass? Like, sorry. Yeah, this is going to be my first explicit episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's my fault. It's going to be explicit. No, I'm just like a regular chick. Like I grew up in New York and I basically am like very real. I'm a real person. I want to say that. Like I, I really feel like I have a gift of, of, noticing in situations and in people like seeing them for who they really are you know I do and trusting that gut feeling and knowing that that is the truth and I'm not judging I just it's just knowledge you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like I carry that realness in myself as well so yeah yeah, right like I'll I'm not gonna be brutal with you but I will be honest you know and Mm -hmm. it's important and society and in relationships and you know any anywhere that you carry yourself is like you have a responsibility almost to be honest and real with whoever you interact with I personally feel that way so I feel like I'm just like a very real person but not in a hurtful manner right like I very sensitive right so I just try to be real with people but not in a hurtful way not in a mean or rude way yeah I love that and I think yeah we definitely connect on that like just I feel we both are very intuitive and I think we are humble and we try to be we're down to earth we're not like you know sometimes and I've been in places like even before I started teaching yoga and after like even recently as like someone coming to a new city and trying yoga in new studios like it can feel very intimidating and maybe not approachable based on the way that you know just the way that people are (laughs) like I think we're both very welcoming and accepting people because of our experience at least we we try our best to be and that kind of comes to the question like who are you and like at your core how has it translated to your love of and your journey of yoga whether practicing or teaching yeah I think that oh there's so much right but like mindfulness is important to me you know but being mindful of myself and like mindful of situations and just everyday things around me I think that that's 
so important. And I think a lot of us like lose that along the, in the, like the rat race of life, if you will, that sounds weird and super corporate, but like, yeah, the hustle, I mean, right. And that's not, it gets lost somewhere along the way that you're like in this hustle bustle mentality and you know, it's not your mindfulness of everything, even yourself just gets lost in that while you're just trying to like make a dollar and, (laughs) and like basically survive in this world and make things work for you, you know? And it's sad and we all lose it. I'm not saying I'm like always my, you know, but like, Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like it's kind of important. And that's like, with yoga, I really feel like it brings me back to being mindful of like the little things. See, I was gonna say the S H I T, but I didn't. I'm trying to be respectful, <laughs> but like being being mindful of like all the little things in life. You know, the quiet moments, even the even when it's not quiet in your head, those moments, like taking a step back, you know, and just being mindful and maybe having a little bit of, um, I don't know, like a little bit of grace with yourself, I want to say, and like not beating yourself up for like not paying attention all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. being like, you know what, I'm human, I'm regular person in this world and we're all, we're all the same, you know, we're all trying to do the best for us and our loved ones. And so I think that yoga helped me and I, and I like seen I saw how it was affecting other people around me in that way like the mindfulness aspect of it and having grace in that like giving yourself some grace basically yeah yeah Yeah. compassion and grace self-love you gotta pour into your own your own cup to give to others and I think that that with kind of that that being stuck in a survival mode or the the hustle is something like yeah we both experienced that and that leads into my next question about what's your story like where did you grow up what is your background because I feel like that rat race mentality is very much like (laughs) a product of where we grow up sometimes yeah yeah well I'm definitely, that's why I'm like laughing when she talked about like, she loves being outdoors and stuff. But like, I grew up in New York City, like, in the Bronx, like, so, (laughs) you know, is a very different upbringing from a lot of people, because it is very much a fast paced environment. And it's very much a mind your own business, stay out of other people's way type of mentality for a lot of people. And not really stepping back and taking time and just like being in the moment I want to say it's always living for the future because of how the past was for you so like we're living in the future and we're living in the past but we're not living in the moment and I think that's like a thing with a lot of people and you don't have to grow up in a big city to have that mentality either but I think I was used to that type of lifestyle for a long time and so yeah growing up in New York City with my mom and you know she was very like very uh almost like I want to I like to call her like a hippie she was very (laughs) Diane yeah 
Mama D <laughs> she was like she was like a rock star hippie man and like even at a young age she taught me how to breathe and meditate and center myself and I think that has a lot to do with how my trajectory went um for future oh, me right it's so freaking incredible uh <laughs> like to have a parent that teaches you that I mean I think now some parents are are doing it more than parents were doing it then definitely in the last like 10 or so years I think there's more of a shift in yeah. in the culture but yeah that's she's amazing Diane <laughs> all right so that kind of leads into yeah how did you how did you find your way to yoga the practice Ooh. of yoga so I actually was a contract in the Middle East uh, for almost 10 years. And while I was there, as a favor for one of my really close guy friends, I me and, and my other best friend accompanied him to a yoga class. <laughs> I don't want to call myself a wingman or a wingwoman, but, you know, <laughs> he needed some support while he went to this class for whatever reasons he went. But... I I love the class. I actually did. And I was like, I need more of this in my life. And as as I started to go to classes more, you know, it was it wasn't even like all like quiet and you know, whatever. It was in a gym. It was in a gym <laughs> on a base, you know? Yeah. You make that quiet space for yourself on the mat, I wanna say. It gave me that sanctuary for that hour. And I saw that it was providing that for other people, not just myself. And the more I went, the more I felt that comfort and support while I was in that space. And it was really, it was something that I needed personally. It's, mm -hmm. it's interesting to, to live that lifestyle. So having that space where I could just relax and let down my guard or just be at peace, quote unquote, for that time frame, or just focus on me and my practice was like a blessing in itself because I didn't get that in uh, in, my, in other parts of my life at that time. Ooh. And yeah, <laughs> which I didn't even know that was going to happen. Right. Oh, I love that. Like, yeah, just having like, it becomes like a sanctuary. And I think it just makes me think about how often we feel we we can feel so caught up in that like the hustle uh, or the like the daily routines that we don't carve out the time for ourselves um but to have to intentionally make the time whether it's 5 minutes or an hour the difference that it makes in your life is exponential yeah and I, and I also like while I was there in those classes, I also saw like a change in the people around me and like this, almost this calmness, this peace while we were sweating our butts off doing this yoga, <laughs> you know, but there was like this peace about it that was crazy because right during Shavasana for like the first couple of classes, the, 
the basketball players just rolled on in bouncing <laughs> basketballs and doing all this but it like it didn't even affect like almost as if we were like in this weird bubble you know yes like it it didn't even matter you know we still had this peacefulness this I don't know I don't even know how to explain it at times right but mm-hmm. it was just settling in part that it didn't matter what was happening around us you know yeah. because if you don't do yoga and you waiting to play basketball at six o'clock <laughs> hurry up little yogis and move because we got basketball to do you know so like <laughs> which was fine you know but I, I really did see the positive effects it had on not just myself but everybody else and in my mind I was like I gotta get in on this like this is a good feeling this is this is like so amazing and I want to I want to do it more I want to live this lifestyle I I think it's so helpful for not just myself but for others and so that's how like I started yoga and my yoga practice and that's what kind of led me or inspired me to want to be a yoga teacher you know yeah especially for for the military um (laughs) because I I really feel like our military men and women service members and their families deserve that I do and also for underserved (laughs) communities for anybody who doesn't think yoga is for them you know yes I'm a little brown girl that grew up in the Bronx like who told me yoga was for me you know my mom did but Mm -hmm. not everybody has that and no matter what you look like or what your lifestyle is or you know how you sound it's for you it's for everybody right and I I got chills yeah like and I think that we need to start breaking down these barriers of who can practice yoga and who yoga is for because it's it's a lie you know yeah it's a lie it's for everybody it's not all about handstands and headstands and you know it could be if that's your practice that's you I'm not trying to I'm not trying to downplay that but it's also for healing and it's also for people who are in a in a wheelchair it's also Mm -hmm. for people who have had trauma in their lives. It's for everybody. It's not just for what we see in commercials and in all of these yoga gear commercials or we mm-hmm. see movies, like everybody's going to yoga and they look a certain way. You know? Yeah. And, they, and no shades of people who look like that. It's for them too. But it's exactly <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah. I feel like we need to make it like more of a common thing like that. You look in the grocery store and see who you see, or you're on the street, or you're on a bus or on a plane, and every single person in that area, yoga is for them. Yes, and that is something I think we also really connected on, and is that, yes, it is for everybody, and also it doesn't matter where or how you practice, like you can roll out a towel on your floor <laughs> and practice yoga, or you can practice in a gym like and and also it's not just a physical practice and it is much more so much more than that and that's something I think we both are very passionate about sharing because of what it has done like in our lives and for others around us and 
Yeah, good, amazing answer. Um, like you touched on like all the no, all the don't need to look like a Instagram model to do yoga. You don't need to be doing crazy poses. Like you can sit and breathe intentionally, yeah. and you are connecting with your breath. You're doing yoga, um, and everybody deserves to have that. Everybody does deserve like it. Yeah, we all deserve that. I, I totally agree with you. So I guess we kind of, we may have touched on this one, but I did want to ask what's, what's some of the biggest ways that yoga has impacted your life and, or the, or the process of sharing it with others. So you may have something to add or, or not. <laughs> no, it's so, yeah, it's like, something you can do for yourself and you don't need anything. You don't need to have a yoga mat. You don't need to have yoga pants. You don't need a Lulu lim- <laughs> lemon or lemon. I, I can't, I can't, I can't afford it. So I don't know what it is called. I right. If somebody's listening and wants to donate some, right. You can, <laughs> but in the meantime, I don't, you don't need that. I don't believe that you need anything but yourself to do yoga. And like, mm-hmm. and like you said, it is, it can be just breathing. It can be breath work, you know, and mm-hmm. that's a, and that's self-care. That's a gift that you can give to yourself. You don't need anybody else and you don't need anything. It's within you and you, and this is like another crazy thing. Everything is in us, right? Everything mm-hmm. is in ourselves. We have it all already. Ooh. We have it all already. Like we like to shop. We like to have things and this and that. And that's cool. I mean, some people might say I'm a little bougie. Okay. I have a lot of shoes. That's a whole nother podcast, I assume. Right. Right. Let's do that. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But like, seriously, it's in you. It's in me. It's in everybody. We don't need anything else but ourselves. And it's that accepting your self-worth and accepting the fact that you can be brave enough, vulnerable enough, strong enough, everything for yourself and you can do it yourself. It's fun to practice with other people. It's great to have a good teacher and like learn more, right? But like in the quiet moments or the loud moments or the, or the crazy moments or the very soothing moments of your life or early morning or late nights you can do it you can do it and you don't need anybody else or anything else and that just to just touch on that like yes you don't need anybody else or anything else and kind of some of the things that we already talked about like you don't need to go to a boutique fitness studio to experience the benefits of yoga and that's something that's really important to me, as somebody who, when I went, well, before I went into my yoga teacher training, during times I was in college and I was working as an adjunct instructor and like also working multiple side jobs, like I couldn't afford to go to some of these boutique fitness places to do yoga. Uh, and I was lucky if I was doing <laughs> do, making time for it at all. And And I think that's part of why we also feel we want to serve everybody, right? Like regardless of what your background is, whether you're brand new 
um, but also to like make a yoga accessible. So like offering some practices that maybe are donation based or, or doing some, you know, free classes as well to just expand the access because having paying like a hundred dollars a month is not it for some people and it yeah. never will be it and that's fine um and, and if you like okay. those places that's also fine and I mean it's always okay to like deepen your knowledge and and take these classes and go do these different you know things that's okay I'm not saying don't do that if that's if that's your jam then follow that babes you know mm-hmm. but, <laughs> right like I've gone to trainings and I've done different things and I've paid money to go to people's classes and and things like that but I also love the photo free like I yeah, love that photo like, free is photo is free always is like, nice to have but also I mean, people also gotta survive out here right. the teachers do too so <laughs> right and and you know like I feel like once you learn the practice or have been even if it's just one class and you learn something like you you can go do it on your own and that's okay, you know, or you can go to classes and continue and deepen your practice. But I mean, it's not just the physical part of yoga is not just yoga. And I think that's the misconception a lot. That's Mm -hmm. like what we're hyping up around town. And that's not the truth. Like it's yeah. more than just the posture. And that's the part where I think people are scared of yoga kind of or turned mm-hmm. off by yoga. And that's like, that's not the entire practice. Yeah. You know? And that's what I think we don't, and maybe it's hard to sell that in a commercial. Yeah, <laughs> it is hard to sell that, I would say. Right? <laughs> How you want to sell that? You can't, if it's not physical, you can't put your hands on it. How are we supposed to get this money off of it? Yeah. <laughs> Big corporations are thinking, right? right? But it's more than that, you know? It's that, it is that blissful feeling. It is that silent moment. It is that turning inwards mm-hmm. yourself. It is having that confidence that I, I can do this for me. It is all of those things and more, you know? Yeah, so much more. And and that I think we kind of addressed, but I always like to ask, well, ask myself, not necessarily anyone on the podcast yet, ask myself and other people like in conversation, how do you see or envision yoga as a practice for liberation, like personal and collective? Yeah. I mean, I also think it's like for a lot of people, it's like, taking back that that power that strength for themselves you know Mm, yes the power it is it is it's a powerful practice you know and it's it is that I'm doing this as fill in the blank as whoever I am for whatever beliefs I have you know even if it's I'm doing this as Mimi because I believe in things being more diverse and and equality you know because that's how I believe and maybe that's my my little my little mantra when I (laughs) practice because I feel like I don't see that on tv and I don't see that on billboards and I and I don't recognize that you know and but there's my little stab back to the man yeah (laughs) stick it to the man 
you know? And I mean, that's my liberation because who who are you to tell me who's to practice and who's not to practice or who's it for? Mm-hmm. Society is looking at it like, oh, it's just this, but it's not just that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's it's something and it and it's been commercialized in a way that is kind of disheartening and i think that's what the majority of people who don't know the practice of yoga see but it's not just that it's not the commercialization aspect and i think that when people of different races and people of different body shapes and people from different backgrounds and different economic um statuses practice it is it is a liberation for all of them because it's it is it is for everybody it is something that is a practice that anybody can do if even if you are you know in a bed and you can't Mm -hmm. move out the bed you can practice you can practice yoga because it's not just a physical practice, you know? And I feel like that is not, that is not hyped up enough. And Mm -hmm. I feel like being able to be whoever you are practicing yoga is a form of liberation Mm -hmm. because you make it your own, you know? And and, and no one can take it from you. Yeah, exactly. Like you make it your own. Nobody can take it from you. And and who's to tell me who can practice yoga and what I'm supposed to look like when I practice it? That's not for somebody else to decide. Mm-hmm. And that's my freedom. You know, that's my that's my joy. Yes. And also my joy is bringing it to to underserved communities that don't know it's for them because they've never been you know they've never been exposed to it in all of its aspects and I feel like that's what we need we need to just spread it out there like seeds you know so that people are aware that it is for them and like throw away these stinking ass (laughs) miss miss Mis- this miscommunication that we've been bombarded with because it's not fair you know mm-hmm. so that's yes. I'm throw out these stinking ass other seeds <laughs> yes I but love like that. you know if you don't but if you don't know then you, you don't know right mm-hmm. there everybody's being I'm not like everybody's being kept in the dark about it but it's for you. It's for you. You, 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 you know? It's Everybody for- gets the yoga. Yeah, right? <laughs> Everyone like, will. That is our mission. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, so that's how I feel about <laughs> how it can like be liberating. And, you know, that's how, that's my personal. Not. I don't know if everybody feels that way, but that's just me. <laughs> I love that. And I think that bringing it to the masses and to everybody and not being judgmental of who practices and how they practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's, that could also be a whole other podcast too of like things, <laughs> things that people experience in a yoga class that like right. should not be happening. And I've 
experienced some of that recently right. uh, <laughs> going to a new studio but yes that maybe is another topic for another day <laughs> uh, but no I love that I I know um I have shared on a previous episode of the podcast like a little bit about my journey with like burnout and rust out and how yoga helped me through that but that's just one piece of it like yes it has the ability to help us to reconnect with ourselves to who we really are and to transcend our our suffering and to um, come back to a place of personal power so that we can live fully and like Mm -hmm. authentically who we want to be versus like you know the constrictions that society or like jobs or whatever roles we play can sometimes like kind of cause us to dim our light so that's all I'll say about it because you did a beautiful job (laughs) and I just have one more thing to say (laughs) like when when like people who study yoga and people who study like the yamas and the niyamas and like the eight limbs one of the eight limbs under the yamas is ahinsa right and it's non-violence and I mean that doesn't mean only like in a physical aspect right it also can translate to like that in your thoughts and I love this one it's like yeah okay everybody's like oh duh don't be violent like you're such a little hippie yogi right and we're all peace and love and everything Mm -hmm. but like if you take it like peel away the little onion layers and look deeper into that it means like a restraint or like moral disciplines, right? Or your mm-hmm. morality. And again, bringing it back to like mindfulness, right? It's mindfulness of our thoughts. And when we start cultivating negative thoughts, that's like negative energy. And that affects our bodies, right? It puts us in, it, it dysregulates our nervous system not only like trauma that's happened to us, but like what we do to ourselves when we're not kind to ourselves. We can put ourselves into flight or flight through these unsavory thoughts. And I I think like there's a quote that I really love um, that has to do with that and like nonviolence and in your thoughts, not just like in physicalness, but it's like, it goes a little something like this. (laughs) Watch your thoughts. They become words. Watch your words. They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habit. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Chills again. (laughs) Right. And Lao Tzu, I hope I said that right. Yes. You know, that's a quote. And it's like, it takes it to a deeper level. And like, that's what I'm saying when it's like yoga is not just the physical postures. It's, it's also thinking about these things and working that into your daily life, you know, and also being kind to yourself, you know, like, yes, don't be violent. That's not always the way. And sometimes we don't know how to sort that out in our minds at times, right? Because we are in a fight or flight response. So these are tools, if you will, that help you sort those things out for yourself. 
and like help you regulate your nervous system, you know, without using medications and, you know, all of these things that you're just going to become addicted to that really in the end are not helpful sometimes. Oh, yeah. But you can do it for yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh, so many good things. I love, yes, I love that quote. And that's maybe, thanks for giving me so many, so many ideas are coming up. But like, yes, Taoism and Buddhism and all of these other spiritualities or philosophies like have definitely informed my yoga practice as well. Like Buddhism actually was first for me as like I was practicing yoga but the philosophy of Buddhism and Taoism was something that I was like actively studying Mm -hmm. before I was really diving so much into the yoga philosophy and like the areas of overlap really interest me so maybe that's something we talk about at another time at another time I'll be a guest again yeah I had to make this a thing I love that you talked about ahimsa because, and especially how it's not just that physical violence, because obviously that's kind of like common sense, right? And like, it's in the commandments, <laughs> like don't harm people too. Um, and that kind of translates across like all religions and philosophies basically, but, but it's not just the physical violence. It's the like it can be microaggressions and that's I feel like kind of a hot topic now in the especially in the yoga community and it can be harmful thoughts about other like thinking it can be the thoughts that you are cultivating thinking about how yeah that coming back to that mindfulness of how you're interacting with yourself because you can obviously engage in negative self-talk as well as like having negative thoughts or even just saying unkind things about others and that's one that actually is another probably another podcast I'll go into because there's one of my favorite quotes is when you propose to speak first ask yourself is it true is it necessary is it kind and I always love that I know sometimes especially in the age of like social media a lot of what we say is not is not really necessary we're so overloaded with like all these messages or if you think about some of the and again no shade um, (laughs) to like all the videos we're bombarded with of people doing like a beautiful yoga sequence and like designer leggings you know a lot of what we put out there since we have all of these methods of connecting now is maybe not necessary but if I come back to trying to be conscious in the way that I communicate and trying to put out a message in a way that is is uplifting and inclusive and also yeah I'm just gonna go on to that another time but like I I agree but like yes also microaggressions yes in the yoga community and microaggressions as a woman uh, microaggressions as a person of color so many like levels that people have to deal with these microaggressions and and you are totally right with the you know it's more than just physical violence it is words and actions you know and thoughts and feelings and how they are put into the universe and everyday life for people so I totally agree with you. And I, I definitely 
can relate on so many levels, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yay. Well, all right. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And the, the last question that I wanted to ask is, what are you most excited about in this season of your life as we flow into spring and all that it brings? <laughs> I mean, so many things blooming, right? So many things in the works. And like, I'm just, the season of my life is about, I want to say like stepping out of my comfort zone, you know, mm-hmm. we get comfortable, we get happy in where we are or just like we're just like stagnant sometimes even and it's just because that's our comfort zone and sometimes it gets old right sometimes we need to be uncomfortable and put ourselves in uncomfortable situations so that we can grow um and so that's kind of what I'm doing right now just stepping into that space that is new and unknown and just trusting in myself and trusting the process, you know, and believing that I have the knowledge and I have the ability to move forward in a positive manner and be successful in that space. Yeah, this season is about finding comfort in uncomfortable situations for me. And I mean, it's it's in my life. It's in my everyday life. It's with my family and friends and loved ones, maybe having conversations with people that might not something that we're looking forward to, but will bring us closer together in the future. Because being honest and being truthful is important with people that you love and people you care for. And moving into uncomfortable space of unknowingness with my business, our business, right? So walking into that future Mimi and Elizabeth collaboration, not knowing what's going to happen, but like trusting myself and trusting you that we got our shit together and we're going to go out there and spread some love and and peace and help people along the way and give people the tools that they might be able to use in the future to help themselves, you know, and keep paying that forward. So. Yes. I will just quickly touch on a part of that, like that stepping into the unknown and stepping out of your comfort zone is like one of my favorite subjects because it's my favorite thing to do like constantly throw myself into uncertainty as a practice for growth and that actually shameless plug the first episode of the podcast what came out like right around the new year and it was called stepping into uncertainty um uh, actually I think is a second episode either way it's there stepping into uncertainty just in case you want to check that out just in case and yes we are so excited about this season and like you said sharing the love and like spreading it spreading it far and wide and sharing the practice of yoga and making it accessible in several different ways. So with that, we'll go into the exciting announcement that I mentioned in the beginning. Uh, So we're excited to introduce you to Empowered Soul Retreats. It is 
Mimi and I coming together to offer yoga retreats to everybody and anybody who is on some form of a journey, whether you're completely new to yoga, um, you're just looking for more space in your life to connect and, and go inward, but also to connect with a community of like-minded people who want to engage in self-discovery and have a great ass time doing it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, and like have fun doing it. And also, yeah, as we said, we've kind of adopted this little saying of since we're, since we're um, both weirdos, be you, stay weird, and then practice right? yoga. And that's kind of what we want to embody. It's like, it's okay to be whoever you are and whatever background you come from, you are welcome. And I think that's the message we really want to shine through. So we're excited to announce our upcoming retreat, Reflect, Restore, Thrive in North Myrtle Beach this September. And if like you like hanging out with us on this podcast, you will love hanging out with us in person during a retreat. And there's like so many fun things that we're going to offer. Some surprises right? Some Definitely like some surprises. Uh, so we'll definitely have yoga and meditation daily and other mindfulness exercises, but also Ooh, we delicious food, delicious food. Shout, Shout out, out to, to our it. chef, Jess. Shout out Jess. Coming through with the yum yum. We both worked with Chef Jess before at other yoga retreats as part of a nonprofit organization. And she is the best. She yeah. makes the most healthy, delicious food. But like she always, like she will make some healthy food, but like she always comes through with some desserts. And I'm not even a dessert person, mm -hmm. but it's just delicious. I'm not even going to lie. Like I haven't tasted every single dessert she's made. <laughs> so yeah, we like to be healthy, but we like to have fun and like treat yourself. Retreat sure. <laughs> yourself. Okay. Re yourself. I love retreat that. Yes. So yeah, join us for that if you can, or actually Wednesdays, right? We're going to be doing some meditations. Yes. So we, for the retreats, all the details will be coming for that this month. So you can sign up uh, for our email list to be the first to know. That'll be linked in the show notes. All of that is at Empowered Soul Retreats on Instagram and everywhere else you can find people. But yes, we're so excited to be partnering for the month of April with our friend Mimi's best friend, Keela, on Mahogany's TV on YouTube. We'll be going live on Wednesdays starting April 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And each week, we're going to have special guided meditations. We're going to be like having little chit chats kind of like this, right? Just talking about mm -hmm. meditation and self-care. And it, I like to call it wind down Wednesdays. Like it's the middle of the week. You need some time for yourself. You can do that however you want, right? And just wind it on down or maybe <laughs> with a glass of wine or whatever <laughs> you like, you know, just time for... For you to take a minute for yourself and fill your cup back up so to speak yes i mean yes. whether that's with some wine or water or whatever <laughs> but or internally right <laughs> literally and, or figuratively right 
all of it <laughs> all the things <laughs> yes so definitely join us whether you have a glass of wine or you have some tea and yeah everybody's welcome if you're a beginner come on come on over and um we're so excited to meet you so again Mimi thank you so much for being here this was so much fun and we may or may not have to do this again yes and like also here's a little secret this was my first podcast ever and I was like super nervous and now I'm like oh my god that was like such a great experience so I thank you for that like you made it so effortless like this was amazing <laughs> yes and that goes with your this season of life stepping into uncertainty doing something that. new and here we go weaving in some themes no. <laughs> right no but it was great like you were right like stepping into something uncomfortable that I never did before and that that was like amazing just to go off of that I I don't know if I've said this before I only have a few other episodes at this moment in time but for me, that was a big stepping into uncertainty starting a podcast. If anybody, if anybody's listening to this and has thought about one and is hesitant because of this, a lot of times we don't like the sound of our own voice, just do it. And that's something that I had to get over to as like stepping into teaching yoga, right? And like doing guided meditations. And then there will be people that'll say, I love your voice. So just do it. Just do go forth and do the thing this season. I don't always end with a mantra or like an affirmation, but I feel like there was something that you were saying that we were saying right before that I was like, oh, that could be a good mantra for this season about maybe it was stepping into uncertainty or about doing things for yourself yeah or coming back to your power all of those things right (laughs) being comfortable with uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. and speaking your truth like all of the things that we talked about like all of it like all such good takeaways self-care you know speaking kindly thinking kindly acting kindly Mm -hmm. all of those things I mean so many good little gems that we so, have. <laughs> These gems we just dropped. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here and hope that this season brings you limitless possibilities. Kind of my intention for the year I and mean, what I hope that everyone has in all areas of your life. So I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode and during our guided meditations in April.